Welcome to The Fracture Line, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom line CWIS updates, shout-outs, fun facts, and weekly banner in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White and Sarah Ann Whitbeck. Welcome back, Andy. Yeah. Oh, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Good to have you. Yeah, it's going to be fun. What are we talking about, Sarah? We're talking about collaborative centers. <laughs> the rollout, I believe, is officially um, July 1 that we're going to be releasing materials. Last time Andy was on, our listenership jumped 50%. Yeah, for sure. You, you <laughs> went from four to eight. <laughs> <laughs> so this was uh, this was Dr. Dobin's uh, baby. Is that is that correct uh, in saying that, Sarah? One of three now. One of three babies. All right, four if you count his two and then Sid. Well, I'm sure the listeners, like we kind of talked about last week, are going to have a lot of uh, questions. Or not just the listeners or members are going to have a lot of questions on what what the what a collaborative center really is and um, how do you join it and how do you be a part of it. So um, take it away, Dr. Dobin. Well, you know. Sarah's going to give you some of the details about how you join and everything else, but sort of the goal here was <clears throat> we were trying to look and see, and, and there's a group in CWIS, and, and it's not that we're not trying to be inclusive, but there's a group in CWIS that are members that have that are sort of sole proprietors in their shop, and they're trying to do and build and do everything that they can to bring this online. And I think, you know, Mark, that's probably going to be sort of where you're going to be in a few in a few months when you start your yeah. new job up and you're trying to start things up. And there's a handful of us that have uh, been very fortunate over our careers to really build out a multidisciplinary process and a true center that does more than just the fixation. You know, they contribute to the literature and, and there's an opportunity there to sort of distinguish those two differences. And when you go online, if you're a patient and you go online to say CWIS.com and you look up and you want to find somebody in your region, you might find uh, a CWIS member who is quite skilled and quite good at, at, at doing this, um, but doesn't necessarily contribute in the same way that say a full center does and so the opportunity here was to sort of distinguish those centers that are not just doing the operation but helping the general population helping make the process a little bit more transparent helping to improve the research behind it and so what we did was we came up with this concept of a collaborative center and i and i'm specific not to call it a center of excellence that goes along the lines of having a, a visit all the time and everything else uh, that goes along with that with a huge expense. The goal here was to sort of look at the mission and vision statement of CWIS and then to sort of break that down into five areas of contribution. And if you contribute to all five areas within the mission and vision statement of CWIS, you're sort of distinguishing yourself as, as, as sort of the, the diehard group that's trying, to, that's trying to really push this beyond just, hey, we do this operation or hey, we care for these patients. And so that was sort of the goal. And, and, and Sarah will give you more of the details of what that actually looks like for a center. But that's sort of the goal is to say, okay, well, you know, because if you're a patient, do you want to go someplace that you know, does the operation where there may be people that are quite skilled or do you want to go someplace where 
they do the operation and they have the physical therapist and they contribute to the research and they know what the, what the newest techniques are or they have available to them certain um, things that other places may not. And so that was sort of the concept. In a, in a perfect, perfect world, people will, members will see this as an opportunity to build their programs and perfect them and develop them. And I think that's, that's, there's a, that's a really worthy goal, and I think most of the time that's that that is exactly what will happen, and I think that should be re rewarded and recognized. And I think that's terrific. Obviously, when when you're when you're designing something like this, a a a, a recognition of distinction, it, it it by its nature, not everybody's going to be able to achieve it, and so it it does become there is an element of exclusivity here that we just I just think we have to. Really yeah, and, about. and and I and I'm glad that you bring that forward, Tom, because I I also agree with you. I I also hope that having something like this will also help members who want to do something like this be able to say to the administration, "Hey, listen, if we you give me X, Y, yeah. and Z, we could be one of these places and use it to our advantage." We wanted to make it so that the the things that we're using as criteria. Are, achieve, are very achievable to our members. And that by t turning around and saying to the hospital, look, we only need a little bit more to kind of push ourselves over the edge here. Hopefully that's what it's gonna be. And I agree with you, Tom. With, every, with everything, there's a, there's a plus and a minus. The goal here is to hope to make us all better and to drive us over the edge. But I agree, there's def there is definitely the opportunity for abuse as there are with a lot of things that we do. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to mitigate some of that moving forward. You know, I, I don't think, I mean, yeah, some of it is going to take some, some resource or some support or, you know, something like that. But some of it is just people deciding like, Hey, I, I think this is important or it's important to me. I want to give back something else. Some of those certifications, and this isn't one of them, but what some certifications require, I mean, we all know those are, those are pretty stringent requirements. This is, is very low bar, but what it does say is, Hey, I, I care enough to, to put forth just this little bit of effort and it's just enough you know in the combined effort to make our society that much better so it's it's got kind of a dual purpose that it makes us better but it also makes your program stronger could yes. go over all of the uh, categories for us yeah so there are four categories the first one is patient care and access the next one is rigorous research then there's education and networking and then high quality team-based evidence-based care and those are the four components of our vision um, and so then within each of those, there are um, a handful of items that you can select from, and you just have to choose one in each of those four categories. Um, so it, again, it's, it's kind of a relatively low bar, and, and even the, the lowest bar of all is inpatient care and access. You know, you really just need to have one specialist with an injury, or excuse me, with an interest in chest wall injury as a member, you know, so starting right there, you've got your first box checked. If you're part of CWIS, you're good with the first one, and then you really only have three more categories to go. How is this going to roll out? When, are you, when, are, when is the document going to come out, and what, what is it going to look like? So by July 1, this will officially be released. Um, I'm beautifying it as we speak, um, and it shows the, the four categories, and then we're, we're going to be, you know, like I say, releasing it here um, or discussing it here. We will be... Um, you know, talking about it in the various committees so that our, our um, leadership teams all know about it and can help us be champions to, to distribute the message. It'll go out on Slack so that people that are, are frequent Slack users will see it. 
Um, and then, of course, your favorite venue, email. And then uh, following that, Sarah, what's the application process look like? Yep. And then so for now, we're going very lo-fi. You know, people will just gather it up and send it in. Um, I am working on building a site online that that people can can log into and be able to submit. Um, but we wanted to, that the site is not finished and, and thought it was more important to get the information out there and get people thinking about it and, and starting to progress. I would really like to have some, some sites um, thinking about it or at least in progress of, um, perhaps even completed, I would hope, by the time of the summit next year. Um, and so it would be great to to have this out there and people can just start gathering up their information and then and then just send it in as they're they're available. I can see us presenting uh, at the at the uh, summit the, the the centers that that achieved this distinction this yes. year. Yes, would be a very powerful a very powerful program and a, a strong motivator for us. Yeah, the very idea is to highlight on an annual basis highlight the centers that have have been able to achieve this this notoriety. I'm just waiting for the uh, chest wall injury and reconstructive center at St. Francis Medical Center. In small quotes, a CWIS <laughs> collaborative center. That's what I'm waiting for. I want that on a billboard, Tom. <laughs> the only other thing to mention at this point is that the non-op management survey went out um, today. And um, we definitely want lots of responses on this. I think this is a, a really terrific opportunity for us to focus on, you know, kind of the second half of our mission. We, we our mission obviously is operative and non-operative care of the chest wall injury patient. And we do a really good job of focusing on, on the SSRF side, but we, um, this project is specifically focused on our non-op management. So I would like as many responses as we can have. I checked it about an hour ago. We already had uh, two dozen people that had logged in and uh, given us their thoughts, which delighted me beyond words. So I will expect at least the three of you to uh, to do it. But uh, if you... <laughs> it's on my list of things to do next. Perfect, Here. perfect. But uh, I, will, I will certainly implore people a couple of times. We're gonna leave it open a few weeks. So you'll probably see a couple of emails that Dr. Crisco will inevitably ignore all of them. And in addition to emails, you can find it through Slack um, because I am flooding the feed there. Let's do a quick final stitch. <laughs> uh, who wants to go? Sarah Ann, you want to go? What's on your mind? Ooh, let's see. What's on my mind? I think, you know, just the, the flood of research that, that we have had lately. I am so delighted by the number of people that have reached out that they have ideas in mind and things they're working on. And, you know, I think the fact that we've had two, two calls for thoughts um, in the past 10 days between the PT project and, and the non-op management, it just delights me how much people are really, you know, really out there and, and pushing the science. And, and that just, it makes my heart very happy. I was um, having lunch with a friend yesterday and he was saying, he's like, so you just like plan meetings for this group? I was like, no, no, we are, we are a research group. <laughs> you know, and I was trying to describe all the research that we have going and, and it just made my heart very happy to be able to, to brag about all of you. So thank you. Mine's a bit, uh, a bit more dour, dour than that one. I, you know, as we climb out of this hole of COVID and we start resuming lives that feel a bit more normal, we, I just was reminded this week that it's it's just not it certainly doesn't pertain to everybody. Our our South American partners um, remain incredibly enthusiastic about CWIS and about 
the press trial and other things, but they are still very much under the under the heavy thumb of COVID. They they have outbreaks. They they have travel restrictions. They their staffing issues. You know, security. They're just they're just still very much in in the fight, and I I, I feel for them. My final stitch is about Sarah. Sarah and I chatted last night. I don't know how many of our listeners know that Sarah Ann Whitbeck was a Harley owner, like hardcore leather Harley, even carried a pistol on her hit type of Harley oh, owner. Cool. And I just want everyone to know that because that was like really cool to hear for me. And so I want to put that out there for my final stitch. There you go. Uh, I, don't know how, I don't know how you can follow any of those last two. <laughs> well, it was all great right. to see you guys. You all have a great week. That you, is Dr. too Kobe funny. For blessing us with your presence. My pleasure, guys. Good to see all of Thanks, you. Andy. Great to see you.